It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. The week has gone pretty fast. It's a Friday morning, the fourth day for November for 2022. Coming up in just a moment, we are talking to Nick, who is in for Rich Harvey today. And if you've been thinking, if you've been thinking of buying into Sydney's Inner West, we have a bit of a breakdown of the suburbs, the pricing, everything that you need to know. And I didn't realise that there are over 27 suburbs, including premium Northern Harbour front suburbs around Abbotsford and Dremoyne to the Peninsula Harbour suburbs of Belmain and Birchgrove. So there is a lot to discuss. And the Property market decline, it's a big talking point on any given day. So much commentary around PropTrack are reporting that property markets appear to have stabilised. Yes, the latest PropTrack home price index tells us that widespread decline seen across most of the capital cities in September eased last month in October. So nationally, home prices for October were down to just 0.06% for the month, which indicates that sellers are adapting to the market conditions, which is code, of course, for lowering expectations, and active buyers are taking advantage of the market not commanding red hot prices, which is code for being able to negotiate more with terms and pricing. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. And let's have a look at the birthday calls. If you're celebrating your birthday for November the 4th, uh, happy birthday. You are in good company. Matthew McConaughey, he is turning 52 today. He loves the Gold Coast, Matthew does. Uh, Puff Daddy is turning 52. Your friend Tony Abbott is turning 64. And Jeff Prost, if you don't know who Jeff Prost is, if you watch Survivor, you will. And I just had to look this up because he's turning 60 today. I remember watching, because now I don't watch any TV reality at all, but I remember watching the first episode back in 2000. So I went back and looked to see just how long this has been running. I didn't realise it's still running today. They have done... 43 seasons and 631 episodes, which is pretty amazing. Is there any other show on television that has that sort of survival, no pun intended? It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. And let's check on your weather on this Friday morning. And first we go to Sydney, expecting one or two showers to clear today. 21 is your forecast high. In Melbourne, partly cloudy, but it should be mainly dry for your Friday, 18 degrees. In Brisbane, good morning to you, expecting mostly blue skies and the sunshine with 25 And in Perth today, also ditto, blue skies, warm and fine and 25 degrees. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Let's talk property.
a podcast series with Rich Harvey. And the Sydney Inner West region, well, it's a melting pot of cultures and provides some of the most diverse and interesting real estate gems Sydney has on offer. And the Inner West offers also plenty of character, including the people themselves. There's some fantastic food in the Inner West, plus some great houses, apartments, compared to white picket fences of outer suburbia. There is something there for just about everybody. And we're going to find out a little bit more about the Inner West real estate market. We've got Nick Taylor-Fick, who is the Principal Buyer's Advocate from propertybuyer.com.au. And good morning, Nick. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Good morning, Craig. It's a pleasure to be here and to talk about the wonderful Inner West. Yes, the wonderful Inner West. So firstly, especially for people who might be thinking about moving to Sydney from outside the area, or perhaps, you know, there might be some people that are new to Sydney. Tell us what areas the Inner West of Sydney covers. Well, the Inner West is actually quite a wide and diverse range of suburbs within the, the region. Well, the suburbs closest to the to the city being, say, Glebe, Erskineville, Newtown. These are traditionally the older, more established kind of suburbs, smaller housing types, smaller blocks of land, more densely populated. Then as one goes further, radiates out a little bit to the in the westerly direction, you have Annandale, Leichhardt, Marrickville, Dulwich Hill, Summer Hill. The furthest boundary, which is about 10 kilometers, kilometers away to the west, you've got the suburbs of Strathfield, Burwood, Croydon, and north there is Concord. Okay, so if somebody is thinking about the area, what do you think the key attractions and motivations for buyers are in the Inner West region? I used to uh, live in the Inner West for many years, and the attraction to me and my partner was that it was an affordable entry point. We could not afford, say, equivalent of a two-bedroom place in the lower North Shore, North Shore or Eastern Suburbs. So we ended up buying in uh, Roselle. It's close, and the proximity to the city really appealed to us. And of course, the area is vibrant and diverse, and the range of housing types is fantastic from units to semis and more freestanding houses for the more family types. So people should always be interested in demographic, in a demographic makeup of any suburb. It's something that people should be doing, all part of their due diligence. In fact, a lot of people don't, but they should be. So perhaps let's break down the demo profile and what the lifestyle offers there in the inner west. The inner parts of the inner west really show a younger demographic profile. I mean, overall, the inner west has a higher percentage of people in the, say, 20-year-old to 50-year-old bracket compared to, say, the suburbs. A lot of younger people, uh, young families, particularly have moved back into the inner west because it's hard to believe that the inner west was actually losing its population. And now that's, of course, all turned around and uh, the population is increasing overall. Okay, and turning our attention to the price difference, uh, houses versus apartments, people will be really interested to know the price difference here. So what can you buy? Let's have a look at a $1 million property and also a perhaps a $3 million plus property. 
All right, with one with a one million dollar budget, you really are not going to buy a freestanding property or Torrance Title property. So we are really looking at the apartment market, and there's a wide ch- choice of that, or a range of apartments. You typically get the three-story kind of walk-up apartments that are a lot more affordable price point. Around that, you know, seven fifty to eight fifty, you can get a good two better. But if you wanted to a semi, a terrace, a two better, say, you have to be in that uh, 1.5 to $2 million range. And that depends on which street, suburb, and the general attributes of the property. For a $3 million property, yes, you're definitely getting a more freestanding, larger block, you know, three, four bedroom property in the more kind of outer suburbs of the inner west. All right, so let's talk about the premium areas of the inner west. Which suburbs are the most tightly held at the moment and why? There's certain streets in certain suburbs that are just have always been prestigious. Take, for example, Louisa Road in the uh, Birch Grove, Balmain area. It has deep waterfront north-facing blocks. They're limited, so it's a supply thing. Simmons Road or Simmons Street, East Balmain is another one. It's got wonderful harbour, direct harbour views, city views, Opera House. That one is very sought after. The properties there are worth $10, $15 million easily. Parts of East Dremoyne, Rod Point, they're always appealing because there's that northeasterly aspect views, quite a few apartments inside the Dremoyne area and fewer freestanding housing. Other areas like Haberfield where you have wonderful heritage sandstone properties, bigger blocks, that's always a sought after area as well. And dare I ask this question about the affordability of suburbs. So where are they located if they are located anywhere in the inner west? There are some pockets of greater affordability. I would say that Ashfield presents an opportunity there. Semis are also more at a more affordable price point. Croydon Park is another area where you can get a freestanding property for a reasonable price. So those areas, of course, are becoming more and more popular because people, more and more people realise that the further one radiates out from the core, you get better bang for your buck. And you've got a recent purchase that you made for a client. So what happened here and what did you end up buying for them? I bought for Rhiannon and Jonathan, who are Aussie expats living in the Middle East, a wonderful three-bedroom house in the suburb of Annandale. Their brief really was to buy a house that they could live in when they returned to Sydney uh, and also a house that would be a good investment overall and and, uh, be able to be rented out very quickly. They were wonderful communicators. I discovered the one in Annandale. I knew this price was just too high and I managed to get it down substantially. We concluded the deal. My clients were absolutely happy as and uh, the place rented out within a week and a half because the rental market is so strong. Oh yeah, that doesn't surprise. The rental market right now is on fire. So that's a pretty good result. Good on you, Nick. We'll leave it there and enjoy your Friday, enjoy your weekend. And thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Thank you very much. Pleasure to talk with you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.